Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along today, the winter solstice edition of The Ride Home. Which means it's going to be very dark and short. Nine hours of daylight. Really? Nine hours. But starting tomorrow, it is all looking up. We are on. I mean, I'm excited. All I can see, like, in my sights is June 1st, Mm. where I'm, like, grilling at 925 p.m. This is the day you want want to go. In shorts outside. You buy some copper tone today, right? This is your, like, put that in your your Christmas stocking. Didn't you say at one point, and I believe that I'm very certain about this, Ah. that uh, you'd like like to wear copper tone as cologne? I did. I mean, that is so. I did. In some ways, copper tone to me is sort of an aphrodisiac. It's. Right? That's it is. It's just what you, no. I Mm-mm. copper tone. I don't know what to say about isn't that. Doesn't it have a lovely smell? No, I I don't I don't, don't like the smell what? at all. You're crazy. I don't. You don't like the smell of suntan lotion? No. <laughs> and you know you I don't know up. this. I like old. You don't know this, but I'd like to tell you that a lot of cosmetics now have uh, sunscreen in them, mm-hmm. and every time I open one, I'm like. Oh, I can't stand the smell. Come on. Every time. No, I just opened one this morning, like a little sample. You know, the little, little ones you get, and I was like... It smelled funny? Yeah, it smelled, it like, smell like, copper like copper tone. tone. Oh, yeah, really. it did. So what What kind of sunscreen would have... Uh, I mean, what kind of cosmetics? Like lipstick with No, sunscreen? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blistex has sunscreen in it. Blistex. Cut me a break. People take something and just drive it into the ground. Yeah. Something fun. Something All sorts good. of, like, moisturizers, face facial moisturizers have sunscreen in them. I thought about you guys today. Because I was putting moisturizer on, and I was for like, the first time no, all year. No, and he was no, like, "I don't understand why it doesn't no, work. I've used it this one no, time. I put it on often, but then I was chastised. You, you guys were like, I use it all the time, every day, all year round, every, every single day. day. And I was like, I guess I'm joining the club. I love that about you, John. It's exciting. <laughs> I've been bullied into moisturizing. <laughs> You'd think after all the things we've tried to get him to do, Christy, that yeah. moisturizer wouldn't have been the first that he, no. you know, catap- like. Catapulted? Catapult. Capitulated to. I felt good about it, but if I'm doing the moisturizer, I think you two should be doing the copper tone. Oh. Just saying. So you hate that smell too, Christy? Yeah, it's not my favorite what? at all. Yeah. I hate the smell. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's gross. Yeah. What I is just, that then? Why do I love it and you guys dislike it so much? Well, probably because you're wrong. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I don't think it's probably no, the way to look I at just, it. It feels like the beach to me. Yeah, well, it's you have positive association. Yeah. But why don't we have a positive association with it? Because it's in like everything that we use. Yeah, you're oh, right. You're oh, right. really? Yeah. Well, if they put it in like in my moisturizer, I'd be using it all the time. In John's stocking that we're preparing for him oh, so yeah, right. carefully, Christy. <laughs> maybe we should put one of those like facial moisturizers. We should. He would love it. I, you know what? I think I might have an extra. He can have it. Great, because you don't want to use it because it smells like That's that. That's right. Exactly. Really? What, what brand is it? I don't. It's something from Target. It's oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't realize, like, when it says sunscreen. Like, plus, do I need sunscreen right now? Look at where we work. No, you got nine hours. I mean, it's nine hours of sunlight, and I'm in an all black studio. I don't, th- you know. Right. It's about 155 degrees. I don't think I need sunscreen. Anyway, welcome back, Kath. Thank you. Doing a little Christmas shopping there yesterday? No, I wasn't. I Aren't was you? not. Well, I thought, you, no, I I thought was, you were. I was feeling profoundly unwell yesterday. Oh, I thought you were out there like at the <laughs> mall. I was telling people, oh, cast at the mall probably, nope. out there running around. I for sure. And getting sick the week of Christmas is horrible mm. because I, if you're like me, you've got a plan for each day. You've got things that you have to do right. for Christmas. Sure, sure. And yesterday was you just a washout. So no Christmas no cards No Christmas. 
I didn't do Christmas cards this year. What? You didn't no. do any Christmas cards? No, wait, I don't have a tree. I don't have one ornament. Sunday I don't have night. one nothing up in my house. We kept down a tree. You missed that. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, we didn't. You cut and down Christy? No, we didn't get that. The word, the right home tree. No, no. And I heard from a listener saying, because yesterday I was saying, there's no Christmas trees. All the Christmas tree farms are closed. And then a dear listener reached out and said, "Hold on, John. Our Christmas tree farm that we go to for years is open. They've got hay rides. You should have gone. We, you know, <laughs> we went and got a Christmas tree from that place. No, okay. no. It was after the fact. We went out Sunday afternoon after church and okay. got ourselves a Christmas tree. Went to a couple places. We got held up, of course. It was like we spent $73 on a Christmas tree that's about the size. It comes up to maybe like my elbow. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Decorating was a breeze. <laughs> oh, that was so simple. And there was no fight. Is it straight? I, does it really matter? <laughs> it's a bush. Oh, the bush is crooked. So anyway. Did you put it in the same place? Uh, no, we moved it into the living room. That's smart because yeah. if, you know, John has this nice hallway. I, I have one of those houses where there's no hallway. You just walk into the front room, which yeah. I've always thought was a shame. You have a nice hallway. Very nice. But if you put a little tree in there, that would look really dumb. Plus, we don't see it. We don't, you know, we're not hanging out in the, the we call it the foyer. <laughs> well, it's not. It's just a hallway. Pardon oh, me. Oh, that's because the tree's in the foyer. You could call it the foyer. Foyer. <laughs> It's yeah. even better. Mm-hmm. To keep it alive, I'm going to put some copper tone on it. Just to, maybe that'll like it. It'll last longer. Actually, it stopped drinking water. It didn't take any water. So it's probably been dead for like, you know, the past eight weeks. Right. That's why it was only $73. Right. It was 173 and they marked it down Discount. before you got there. Anyway, uh, let's turn to the newscast. Please, uh, as we always do, give us the top four at four. Happy to be back for this Monday. No, it's not Monday, is it? It's Tuesday. I missed Monday. I'm telling you, it was a bad day yesterday. Boy, is it hot in here. Tuesday, December 21st. Number one. Pennsylvania casinos, John, again shattered monthly records, generating more than $432 million in the month of November alone. That was nearly $6.5 million more than October, which had set a revenue record. Okay? In addition, you're never going to believe this, revenues last month were up... 52% 52% compared to this time last year. What? 52%. Well, the pandemic, so people were not out of casinos. I guess, right. but I, it's just that that's, those are shocking numbers. Locally, Rivers Casino Pittsburgh shop revenues total $32 million. Really? Of that, slot machines brought in more than $21 million. Woo-wee. I heard an ad today on the radio. They're looking for dealers at the Rivers Casino. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks an I hour bet. to start. Okay. Uh-huh. Training and healthcare included. Okay. Just like there's me, like, you know, like, oh, I got that ad. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Focused on that. Right. Uh, number two. Amanda Whiteside, who's a manager at a wine bar in London, said this. You could feel Christmas was coming, and then it was gone. Throughout Britain and in other parts of Europe, new government restrictions combined with heightened anxiety over Omicron have drastically reduced business at restaurants, pubs, event venues, and stores, prompting urgent calls for additional government assistance. Listen, this is a long, sad story in today's New York Times. I'll just give you a couple highlights about it. Um, In uh, Britain on Tuesday, that's today, they announced uh, a billion pounds in aid for the hospitality industry. 
Uh, additional assistance was promised as a fresh wave of anxiety over the economy washes over the region. In France, government ministers also today announced additional aid up to $12 million for travel agencies, events, caterers, and indoor leisure companies that are suffering. In Spain, the schedule, uh, the, Spain, the Spanish government, pardon me, has scheduled an emergency meeting with regional leaders tomorrow to discuss whether to adopt new restrictions. Italy's government meeting on Thursday. Such concerns echoed elsewhere in Germany. Businesses are pressing the government to lift new requirements that customers must show proof of vaccination or recent recovery. And here's the thing. In Germany, so much of certain cities' income comes from those Christmas markets, sure. which they completely closed down for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, just, it's hard to imagine how those places can survive. Anyway, those poor people. Seriously? Coming soon to a city near you. <sighs> Number three. Remember Kodiak? Who escaped from the Pittsburgh Aviary? Oh, sure. Well, listen to this. A relation of his, a rare stellar sea eagle, was spotted in Massachusetts, thousands of miles away from its home in Asia, Mm. wildlife authorities said today. It's the first known sighting of an eagle in that state, one bird expert told CBS News today. And doing just fine, I'm sure. Now, listen. He's that far away from home. This is the same bird, they believe, that was recently observed in Alaska and Canada and was featured in Smithsonian Magazine. This bird is believed to be lost, John and Christy, who were like so sad that he got captured and returned to safety. Free Kodiak. That his friend was returned to safety at the Pittsburgh Aviary. This poor bird, his cousin, has been roaming across North America since August of 2020 and has been seen as far as South Texas. And apparently doing just fine. I am very concerned. I am very concerned. concerned. Listen, this is this is a quote from uh, Andrew Farnsworth, who's from the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. Quote, out-of-range birds like this are usually following their own programming, he said. It's clearly associating with bald eagles, which are closely related, probably because of their similarities in behavior, ecology, and diet, among other things. It's a major concern. Free Kodiak. There was no concern. It's a wild animal. That's from CBS News. And number four, the NHL is calling it Christmas already. The NHL will pause its season tomorrow, two days before its planned Christmas break, as the league tries to weather several COVID outbreaks. Players are set to report back to team facilities Sunday. The NHL schedule is set to resume December 27th. And that is your top four at four. Don't keep to your attitude about Kodiak because Kodiak is now in safe hands. In an environment that he has grown to love his home. He doesn't so. need to be out in Pine Township fending for himself. He escaped, so he didn't love it that much. Seriously. He wanted to see what was out there, and then, you know how you do something and then regret it? No, I don't think he no, did. No, I think that's what happened. A new baby at Christmas? We'll talk about that next on The Ride Home. WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is seeking you, seeking to save you, seeking to liberate you, seeking to free you, seeking to set you free, seeking to give you a whole brand new life. This week, hear the series, The Coming of Christ, on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, 
not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. With today's technology, anyone can take a video, but getting it ready for prime time, that's something many churches aren't equipped to handle. Here at Salem Video, we offer churches everything they need to go from rough cut to picture lock. With your raw footage, we can produce great looking videos for your social media, podcasts, website, and even live service element. From text animation, visual effects, transitions, logos, music, and more, here's where we put it all together. What can Salem Video do for you? Ask GM Brad Marshall at 412-503-4770. The way we look for Christmas to be, with the perfect fireplace and all of the cookies, the family, mm. healthy and well, sure. gathered around, the dog, everybody's also beautiful wait, wait, and wait, thin. You gather around the dog? No, it's the dog. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Are we gathered around the dog or the fireplace? No. No, I think the dog is gathered with us around the fireplace. Okay, good. But you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It's like the perfect scene. A- that really has no resemblance whatsoever to the first Christmas. Mm. And it doesn't really have anything to do with most of the Christmases that anyone actually experiences. Well, we can dream. But is that the thing to dream about? Yeah, I think so, because everybody likes to have an idyllic Christmas. And if you're going to have an idyllic Christmas, what will make it even more so? A new baby. We're happy to talk to Reverend David Schumann. He is the assistant pastor at Exilic Church in New York City and uh, a new father himself. David, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back with you guys. So congratulations on the new baby. Thank you. Who is the baby? So we named him David Jr., actually. He's uh, our first son. Um, we love him so much. It's been such a joy. He actually uh, just had his two-month appointment at the doctor this morning. Uh, crazy that he's more than doubled in size in those past two months. Hard to believe that's, uh, that's even possible. That's, uh, we've been having a blast with him. <laughs> Holy cow. Doubled in so- Okay, so, but let me, uh, and as, mu- as joyful as this time is, how much you love him and all of that, um, it has to, it's not the beautiful postcard that I painted, I bet, at the beginning, the picture where everyone's happy, everybody's quiet and beautiful mm. and thin and happy, and it's just like. No one's throwing up milk. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely uh, it's a mix. It's joyful, but for sure, it's uh, it's not the the same picture you painted. It's it's actually been such a great reminder, like you mentioned. It's been a reminder to me of the wonder of Christmas that Jesus was born a helpless baby. Because uh, as much fun as we have with him, he is definitely very helpless at two months. <laughs> All he does is eat and sleep, and even that he doesn't do very well. Uh, he's actually somehow gotten even worse at sleeping lately. I mean, he started. Uh, for example, using his uh, using the pacifier to sleep, but he can't keep it in his mouth. So you know he'll maybe suck on it for a minute. It'll fall out. He'll start crying. We have to go back, put it in, and he's just totally helpless. Uh, you know, even needs help sometimes to sleep now. Cries when he's tired. Um, so he's, it's a very helpless state as well. And and that really is the wonder of Christmas, though, that Jesus was born this helpless baby, just like my son. Uh, but the thing is, too, that we, we really only will marvel at this, this wonder, we only will experience this wonder when we also marvel at the transcendence of God, at, at His greatness. And, and here's what I mean. It should be surprising to us that the one upon whom all existence is dependent became a humble, helpless child. That should be something that sparks wonder in us, and, and it only does when we remember how great that God is. And, you know, so for example... Um, when I think about how incredible it is that my son was born, I mean, that is a wonder. I mean, it is crazy that, you know, nine, ten, ten months ago, twelve months ago, he was just this tiny little thing or just this thought, and, and here he is today. But that's still nothing compared to the wonder that I have when I consider the infinite, completely transcendent one who, who took on our flesh and dwelt among us, you know, creator of all things. All things were created for him and by him, and yet here he is, born this poor woman in a man- or born of this poor woman in a manger, you know, in a very dirty manger in Bethlehem. It's not like this, you know, top tier hospital that my son was privileged to be able to born in be born in. It was this dirty barn among the animals and he didn't come as uh, as like a, an adult king. He didn't come as uh, to to a wealthy, influential family, but this poor woman in a manger. And and so that's really helps me remind me of that that sense of wonder that we should have at Christmas. That's so good. Forget the, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to, to, to take that for granted. It's so easy to forget the greatness of God. And then we're familiar with the, you know, Jesus being born, but there's no wonder if we don't also remember the great transcendence of God and who this is who became flesh and walked among us. So it's been a really good reminder to me. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And, and true, I mean, you know, you can't make this up, right? I mean, if someone was going to make up the story It's really of, preposterous. It is. You know, here's the Lord of the universe coming into the world as a little baby, you know, born amongst animals and dirt. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But the truth of the matter is, it, it just changes everything. Mm. Yeah. And there's a really great Christmas hymn, too, that, that I think captures this really well. It's actually one of my wife's favorites. Oh. Um, it's the one that's, uh, thou who was rich beyond all splendor, all for love's sake became as poor. Such a, it's a seemed way to put everything here that he was rich beyond all splendor, all glory, you know, deserved to him, but he became poor all for love's sake. Um, and, and it really is all tied also to the two natures of Christ. If you want to think about it in kind of these, these theological terms, you know, Jesus is fully man and fully God. And this was an important discussion in the ancient church. There were these heresies like Arianism, which said, oh, Jesus is not actually fully God, or Docetism, which said, oh, Jesus isn't actually fully human, he just seems human. 
And actually, we can, you know, unintentionally, without recognizing it even, we can fall prey to some of that same thinking when we forget the divinity of Christ and, and fail to have this wonder of Christmas, this wonder that the God of the universe, that he was rich beyond all splendor, would become poor, all for love's sake. Um, and that really is related even to the purpose for which Jesus was born. Uh, the angel said to Joseph that he should call his son Jesus. Uh, why? Because he will save his people from their sins. And he only can save us if he is both God and man. I mean, he had to be man to identify with us and to suffer for us in our likeness. But he also had to be God in order to be able to overcome sin and death. Uh, and so that's, that's really something to wonder at, that, that God would become man to save his people from their sins. That's the wonder of Christmas, and uh, it's been such a great reminder uh, to have uh, my newborn son in this season mm. to remember Jesus. that sense of wonder. David Schumann is with us, assistant pastor at Exilic Church. Um, David, what's it like to be uh, pastoring Exilic when you have a little tiny baby? Are you kind of keeping your head above water? And your wife. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's definitely hard. He's still only sleeping, actually, speaking of sleep, like about an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so haven't had any sleep for the last few months. But uh, yeah, the joy of it has sustained us. Uh, to be honest, I'm actually a little bit surprised that I can accomplish anything throughout the day. <laughs> but I've been able to, and uh, definitely not without its challenges, but uh, so much joy going along with that, that uh, so far, at least, the last few months, uh, it's sustained us. <laughs> Good. We hope that that continues. Isn't that amazing, David? You know, like whenever a baby comes into the world, of course, you're a total stranger, and it does something to your heart. I mean, physically, when you think about it, I think I remember when our, our babies were born, I felt my heart somehow expand a little bit, that, you know, there was a new gift waiting for me, and it changed me physically and psychologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's been... And I think I'm only beginning to see that, too, because this is our first kid. So, you know, we're still pretty new to this. And, and I think once I uh, maybe get a little more sleep in me, I'll be able to reflect even more. <laughs> but I can see the, the makings of that. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> Fabulous. So how's your wife doing in all, all the thing? I mean, there's a lot of anxiety and fear for first-time parents, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She's doing well, but uh, for sure, especially the first uh, month. And actually, the first couple weeks were tough for us because he was born a month early. Mm. Uh, and so we actually spent most of the first two weeks in the hospital. He did have to go to the NICU for a little bit. Um, it ended up being nothing that was all too serious, but they treated him for, like, potentially an infection. And um, he, had, he, had a, he had a low temperature and low blood sugar. So he was in the hospital for about a couple weeks. Um, so it was definitely stressful then. And then even bringing him back home, we were so worried, like, oh, you know, make sure this doesn't happen again. You know, what do we want to look out for? So... Uh, especially being our first kid, there's, you know, every new sound, like, is this okay? A lot of anxiety. It's cooled a little bit now. It's like, okay, no, this is fine. Like, it's okay that he makes these noises. Um, and, and I think it will only continue to get a little bit better. But I, I agree. It's definitely had a share of uh, anxiety for sure. <laughs> Remember when they put the baby in, like, the car seat and put it and you drive home and you're oh. like, why? Why am I doing this? Why would they let me take this child? Right. Don't they know who I am? Yeah, like, I have I no responsibility. They, they realize that that baby is not safe, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't even count the change properly in my pocket. They're oh giving me a kid. Oh, my gosh. That was a terrible feeling. Yeah. Anyway, happy to have you back with us, David. Yeah, David. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Very good. That's David Schumann, Assistant Pastor of Exilic Church, uh, com. I like it. Coming up next, if you are the family's IT department. I'm not. Uh, I am. Uh, there's a tech to-do list in today's Wall Street Journal. We'll talk about it next.
This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Original Mattress Factory customers understand the value of buying local. Because we hand build our products in our local factory, our customers can see exactly how their mattress is made. They can see and feel the difference in quality for themselves. Original Mattress Factory customers know that they'll be treated like a neighbor in our stores. They can rest assured that their dollar is going further thanks to our factory direct value. And their purchase supports their community. Visit an OMF location today to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Few purchases are more personal than a mattress. There is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all mattress that can meet everyone's needs. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know that your comfort and support preferences are unique, so our team is committed to helping you find the right fit for you. With our no-pressure shopping experience, you can take all the time you need and make a purchase when you're ready. Visit an OMF location today to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Red Kettle Campaign helps local hardworking families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on. Give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash hope marches on. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Hurry into Mattress for year-end sale get a king bed for a queen price or queen bed for a twin price and save up to five hundred dollars on select mattresses from sealy serta sleepies and more plus get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word pittsburgh and on your phone via the word fm mobile app iheart tune in and odyssey as an organ donor your story doesn't have to end the good in you can live on in fact you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more sign up right now online as an organ eye and tissue donor you'll be happy you did and just maybe someone else will be happy too go to organdonor.gov it saves lives u.s department of health and human services health resources and services administration We'll see mainly clear skies for tonight with a low of 31. Flurry around tomorrow morning. Otherwise, it'll be breezy with sunshine and a few clouds. We'll reach a high of 32. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 20. Mainly cloudy Thursday. We'll reach a high Thursday of 39. For Friday, Christmas Eve, low clouds with a little rain late in the afternoon. We'll reach a high of 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Every family has one. And that would be the IT person. Thank goodness. Because I need an IT person. Yep. It's uh, my, my kids. Of course, you know, most kids, right? Uh, they know the way around. And so, I, no shame. But, Kath, you are the IT person in your family? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Surprised by that. Are you? Well, yeah. You think, you know, the kids would step up. Christy, you're the IT person in your family. I am. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It's a very noble job. That's not. No, it is. Because, look. 
for people like I go, uh, hey, um, something's not working here. Can you help me out? And then, you know, mm-hmm. click, click, click. Oh, good to go. Thank you. You know, I have to say, though, in my family, now, granted, it's a very small family. So there's only four of us, plus the cats who just aren't technologically uh, advanced yet. Uh, all four of us are pretty. Savvy? Yeah. Really, though? Yeah, I Savvy. think, yeah. Yeah, I think we all kind of. So then your duties are pretty light. I don't have a heavy task load there. Good. No, my, the biggest thing that I'm responsible for is the the viewing. What do you mean the viewing? Like the whole TV setup, the whole oh, yeah, sure, sure, the sure. whole you know sound bar, okay, the yeah. whole that's my bailiwick. Yeah. Yeah. And if anything goes wrong with the TV or the cable or the internet, you got mom. That. Mm-hmm. What's going on? So I'm like your um, maybe I'm your troubleshooter. Okay, I'm the viewing curator. Oh, okay. Right, I say. Sure. Oh, how about this? Yeah. That, okay. okay. But you guys also have a handle on that. Okay. Anyway, so we saw a piece in the Wall Street Journal, and there's a tech to do list. If you're the family IT person, the, the first thing on their list, which I had not thought about, was adding. You know, if you're vaccinated, you can add a digital shortcut to your Vax card. Think about that. You mean just take a picture of it? Uh, most establishments will accept a simple photo, but those yeah. quickly get buried in the photo library. Adding the card to the digital wallet is the fastest oh, way to pull it I hadn't thought up. about that, actually. Has anybody ever asked you for that? Yeah, three times. Say, what? Yeah, I went to see a uh, comedy show. And they that wanted was the, to see your They wanted card. to see. And they wouldn't let me show a picture. I actually had to bring the thing. The card itself. I had to bring the card. Then when we went to see uh, Joe Bonamassa yeah. at the Cavelli Center in Youngstown. Same thing. Same thing. Really? Although okay. they would accept the photograph there. Okay. Uh, they also say you should turn on your device location tracking. Device tracking helps locate your phones, your laptops, even your AirPods. Should they be lost or stolen on Apple devices, then they tell you how to do it. All right? Okay. Can you do that? Okay. Yeah, that's on. Right. Add an emergency contact. Okay. I don't think I've done that. Why, what's the point of that? Well, what? if you're in a car accident and you're not able to speak for yourself, they're going to open up like, your Although, how are they going to open up your phone if they don't they have do your that? password? Uh, isn't there the uh, emergency? You you can like see it through the emergency area. Oh, I think she's right about that. You tell me. You're the yeah, IT I person. Think so. Yeah, I, I think, think that's right. what it is. Okay. All right. Clear their storage. All right. You like, get a lot of clutter. Clear the storage. I don't pay a whole lot of attention. Here's the to thing: it. I don't do that on my phone. For I do it on my uh, on my desktop weekly. Clear my cache. See though. Oh yeah, because otherwise it just becomes a mess. But do you do that on your phone? Oh yeah. Okay. My phone's basically full. Okay. It's full. Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, check your app subscriptions. Because mm-hmm. you don't you get some weird stuff in there. You, you guys. Go, Wait a second. I didn't know I subscribed to like Home and Garden or something like that. I. Did not realize I was subscribing to a channel. Oh. Until just this weekend. Like three days ago, I was like, <gasps> How do you check your app subscriptions? Uh, you go into... You go into... Settings. Yeah. My account. Uh-huh. And it sh- will show you at one tap point your, what your... Tap your name and then subscriptions. Okay. All right. Uh, and so you saved yourself some money? Did you already... Well, yeah. I canceled it in a hot okay. minute, but then I hated myself. I had to go through a period of self-loathing. <laughs> Manage spam and avoid scams. Mm-hmm. Set up password. Okay, are you guys getting a lot of spam texts right now? Yes, yes. I am. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why is that? That's really annoying. It's the winter solstice spam. Kohl's contacted me. I haven't shopped Kohl's at Kohl's in about, I don't know, 11 years. I'm but getting... they they contacted me to say that my uh, my order was in. Really? So <laughs> I'm, e- I'm eager to see what I ordered. Right. I got something from Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Set up password managers and two-factor authentication. Oh, yeah, authentication. All right. Oh, yeah, you have to have a pa- See, you don't have a password manager. How do you do that? I have them written down. No. In you my need, notes. You need a password. In my notes section. 
Well, then I could, if I stole your phone, I could go into that and see all your passwords. Well, don't steal my phone, Kath. Well, You're my co-host. You, you need, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm worried about you. You shouldn't do that. It's not safe. I don't know. Look, I've just outed myself on 50,000 watts. Do you have a password manager? Um, I use the keychain through Apple. Okay. Well, la-di-da. Uh, give them a I Wi-Fi. I pay for up. one. You... I, I pay for one. Right. And it generates yeah, passwords for me. Passwords. Apple does that too. You should just use that one, Kath. Oh, it's you think? Free. No, Apple yeah, does but it? the one I Apple, yeah, the one I have, I am loyal to because I've used it for multiple. I, I, I I'm sticking with it. Is that Dashlane? Dashlane. Uh, that's yeah, the one yeah. I use. Yeah. I had that for about five minutes. Uh, give them a Wi-Fi upgrade. Mm-hmm. I just did that. A Wi-Fi. You get new uh, internet. Yeah. About a month ago, right? Thanksgiving. Do you notice the results? Yes, for sure. It's mm-hmm. way faster. In fact, when he looked at what we had, he said. Are you using the internet? <laughs> Who said that? The guy the at, at, at Fios. He was like, you have oh. extremely slow internet. So then I said, well, beam me up. How about the, okay, how do you, because you people are the IT people, do you not get, don't get caustic, because that's a, a lot of that sort of like, you know, looking down your nose at those of us who don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't like that attitude. He didn't like, well. He, are you using the internet? No, Sarah, please leave the house he, immediately. I mean, I do not like he, that attitude. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't snooty? It wasn't snooty and it wasn't aggressive. He was basically saying, he I would like to help you to be a happier person. Are you using the and internet? Safe- he made you feel small. Yes, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm at your service. It. You're like the everything and everything and I'm I nothing. was eager for him to help me through this because he also saved me 13 bucks a month. And I got faster internet. He was fine. Right. It was some guy. For, I would like to give his name because I, I gave him, you know, of course, the instant I got off the phone with him, I got, I got the survey. Oh, the survey. Because you can't do Everybody's anything a survey. without getting a survey. And we've never done a survey. I'm afraid to read the survey. We should do a I'm survey. I'm not doing a survey. Ride home survey. Do Jan- not. Yep, January 2nd or 3rd, we're doing a ride home survey. <sighs> I'll tell you what, I'd like to do a survey about this room. It's about my flesh is like <laughs> falling off. I'm like a turkey. It is probably 90. It is 90 so in this here. room. All right, coming up next, how to be a sincere Christian and have a sincere Christmas. Is there any way to do it? Doug Bursch will be with us from Auburn, Washington, author of Posting Peace. We'll talk about also what it's like to be nice online over the holidays. 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30. Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We 
or United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, It's a fact that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels available for their product anymore. And because of that, they are passing their extra savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with a promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, only $24.98 with a promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with a promo code. MyPillow is not just pillows. They also have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com, call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or by calling right now, 800 800- Three nine one zero nine five four for the best deal on my pillow. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. Cancerscreenquiz.com. <laughs> the Ride Home uh, streaming live on YouTube at the word Pittsburgh. Um, and <laughs> if you'd log on now, you'd see something. I'll tell you that. Something it is indeed. something. Yeah. Like uh-huh. The Dark Knight of the Soul, including Santa. <laughs> Uh, it looks like Doug Bursch, co-pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington. It also could be Santa Maybe. having a bad day. <laughs> Santa off a bender. Doug Bursch, yeah. Hey, I don't Doug. know. Uh, Calling me Santa. I don't know about that. I mean. Hey, everybody. Hey, good okay, to see do you, you have uh, Do you have Christmas lights wrapped around your neck? Um, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are. I was, I'm late in getting them up on the house, so I just uh, stopped in mid putting them up and thought I'd join the show because priority number one is to be on the Kathy show with the other guy. What, what is the title of that again? It's the ride home. Hey, by the way, I was listening to the last segment. Yeah. And it's so nice that you explain technology to John. That's really nice. Is that a regular segment? Yeah. We're, technology we're gonna start, to an old man? Starting in 2022, it's going to become a weekly feature. Yeah. There I, we go. I like it. I'm humble, Doug. I just admit that I know, don't know a whole heck of a lot here. I mean, you know, if you listen yeah. for any length of time, he gets that pretty quick, don't you? Yeah, I don't okay. think you need to admit to it. It's, it's implied. And then he takes his anger out on the poor Fios guy that was trying to help me. That's all I'm just saying. Yeah. Who I had to defend. The whole thing was uncomfortable. Well, you know, technology is like that, though. You figure something out, and then they give you a new update that you weren't asking for. So I think we're all in that category. I still don't know how to use my iTunes. They just place random songs for me that I don't even want. So, um, yeah. And then you can't figure out how to find the songs you do have. Uh-huh. And no. you can't remember the last song you bought, which is a continual problem right. in my family. Anyway, Doug, um, first off, Happy holidays to happy, you. Happy, happy, yeah. Yes, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and once again... Happy uh, New Year, all of it. Th- yeah, and the war on fruitcake is still on. Just want to let Good. people know that. Fabulous. Still mm-hmm. say no to fruitcake. Now, you as a pastor, do you receive uh, any fruitcake? No, not in our church, because that's a sign for discipline and expulsion. So <laughs> literally, we just... 
I would let them know I'm not a demanding person, but when it comes to fruitcake, I had to make my stand. So do you cite do you, do you cite a Pauline epistle for that, or is that just uh, no? Something? Yeah, it's in First Hesarania or something. I don't know, but it's uh, <laughs> clearly not. Okay, but uh, clearly people should uh, enough of that. I don't want to offend your fruitcake people anymore. No, no. Uh, but uh, it's a hearty group. It's who I am? They've, you know, they've had their daily <laughs> dose of rum. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> My goodness, it's almost five o'clock. Yeah. All right, Doug. Um, so sincerity is something that I think we're not really good at right now because you think. people will maybe Listen the three of us. Well, I'm just thinking of all of us in at least in our country right now, cynicism is rewarded. Mm. Not as much as sincerity. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Kathy, you do a great job of transitioning to uh, useful topics versus just, you know, random things. I, that, I'm just uh, here to help. I, I might do. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, people would hurt have heard me right now be sarcastic. So they might say, well, what is he talking about sincerity? Well, I, I'm certainly for sarcasm. I don't think you can make it through the world without positive sarcasm in the sense that I love you too. Anything we're doing with joking with one another, mm-hmm. it's not a sign to try to hit each other or hurt each other, but it's a sign that we're friends or we treat each other like people we love. Yeah, but my pain um, is but real. the reality is some people are just sarcastic. And they don't know how to be sincere. And even if they're not sarcastic, we lose those opportunities for sincerity. I think in Romans 12, it says uh, love must be sincere. And that just kind of stuck with me. Love must be sincere. So the question I have for people is, are you sincerely showing your love to others? Are you making room for moments of sincerely expressing Mm. love? And I was thinking during the holiday season, this is a good time to do it. Um, my family had a ritual, uh, growing up where we would all, before we opened presents and sometimes this drove the kids crazy, but before we opened presents, we'd sit together and we would pray, but we'd also say sincere things of love to each other. My mom and my dad would speak to each kid and say Hmm. something they loved about that child. Really? Something Uh, in particular about the last year or what was that like? Yeah. Well, cause you know, New Year's is really much, that seems a little bit pagan, just, people getting drunk. And so for us, Christmas was like our New Year's in that sense, where we talked about all the things God had done. So we celebrated that in each person's Mm. life. You know, it's been great to see how you've been growing, you know, as a student or whatever you could do to praise each kid. And then we'd also share what our aspirations were for the future. And we'd pray for one another, but it was sincere. And my mom would look us in the eyes, you know, get our attention, and say something sincere to us. And I think that's missing profoundly in our culture. And in fact, when we have these large family get-togethers, often we're trying to avoid difficult conversations, you know, keep Uncle Earl from talking about politics. But one of the things we can do instead of just talking petty talk or meaningless talk, uh, we can actually look someone in the eye and say, hey, I need to tell you this. And even when they're just kind of looking around, you say, just a second, could, could, could you look at me? Even if it's awkward and say, I need to let you know Uh, You have been an amazing uncle to me. I so much appreciate how you've cared for me. And then tell them the reasons you appreciate that. We're missing opportunities to be sincere. And that's where Christ is going to speak through us in these sincere moments. Fabulous. So what about that exchange? Whenever your parents shared with you their sincere love uh, as a kid, were you able to accept that? I mean, or you were just focused on the next moment of opening that present. Let's just get through this. Well, I think this is the question people have. They say, yeah, if I did that in my family, people are just going to laugh or mm-hmm. joke. And, or sure. it'd be so but awkward we, they'd try to cover it up with something. Exactly. Well, even, you know, men will do that. We'll, we'll say something nice to each other, and then we'll say some sort of thing to tear each other down. Uh, but the reality is 
we can create a culture of sincerity. So what you're going to find, if any home does this, some moment of sincerity, before you eat a meal, you all go around and say something you love about mom. or uh, And it can be hard because the compliments might not be good and it'll frustrate you. But if you just create that culture of sincerity and you go back to it again and again, we do this in all kinds of areas in our family. Before we go on family trips, before the car leaves um, you know, the driveway, we don't just pray for the trip. We talk about our expectations in positive ways that we want this to be a trip where we can encourage one another, where we can build each other up. And if we get in a fight, we want to remind ourselves to you know, quickly apologize and move forward. Those are sincere discussions where we're not talking around an issue and just kind of passively, aggressively you know, making fun of the fact that someone always gets upset when we do certain things. Instead, be sincere and be direct. And if you develop that culture, and as you mentioned, John, you know, at certain ages, maybe kids won't be as sincere. They don't know how to express that, but they will learn that. And I've also found even if they won't do it with you first, they'll do it in the classroom. They'll do it with other people because sometimes Mm -hmm. we are the least sincere, are joking and sarcastic with family, but they learn how to do that for their friends and for other people in need. That's fabulous. It really is. So. I guess what you're saying, Doug, is if you do it regularly, it doesn't have to be maybe a daily thing, but if you do it regularly, it won't become as awkward. It'll become something that is, you know, life-giving and that you can kind of expect and think about. And so the moment isn't quite as cringy as it might have been the first time. It's learning the skill set. Yeah. Yeah. And you believe that Christ loves people through people, right? God the scripture says we are his hands, his feet, you know, we we're his, we say his words to other people. And I actually think this is a spiritual battle. And I'm not saying people are saying, I want to serve Satan by not being sincere. But there's a reason we're not sincere in our culture, because sincerity brings the voice of God into the room. And so for me, I will joke and joke, joking is a way to get people to know I'm with you. I want to make you laugh, not cry, you know, so But even when you do humor, then it's a wonderful time then to come in with something very sincere. And we even know how those two things often uh, happen together, sincerity and joking, even Mm -hmm. in really traumatic times where you can laugh and joke. But for me, people are saying, I want to hear Christ's voice. I'm, I'm worn out. I'm undone. Like how many people are just ready to quit their work right now? How many people are, especially if they're teachers or they're medical professionals, or they're just ready to quit? They're asking God to speak to them, to give them a sign that he's with them and that they can take the next step. Well, you might be Christ for that person. So it's good to look at them, to pull them aside and say, you know, I know you're a teacher and I want you to know how much I respect what you're doing. And what people will do often, they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll kind of push the compliment away. Don't let them push it away. Mm. Say no. I get that you're humble and you're not looking for this from me, but I need to say this to you. And I believe when I'm saying that I am at some level trying to be the voice of God for that person. And, and, you know, even prophecy is to build up, to edify and encourage the body. So the prophetic is sincere love that's expressed to edify and encourage the body. So I want to encourage people listening right now. There's so much complaining. There's so much arguing. There's so much divisiveness. But how much sincerity is there in your online presence? How much sincerity is in your personal presence? Do the people who serve your family know that you sincerely value their service? Does your pastor, does the children's worker, does the nursery worker, do people sincerely know the love you have for them? And if you don't have sincere love for them, 
then you're not in a good place and you got to get on your knees and figure out what life is really about. Fabulous. Sincerity brings the voice of God into the room. Doug, I never thought about it like that. That's fabulous. I really love it. Okay. So by doing that, it requires, that's an act of courage to be sincere Mm -hmm. because you're opening yourself up to ridicule or scorn or just derision, right? Yeah. But isn't that sad that that's what's happened in our culture as a pastor I do funerals, and one of the most troubling things is a, a, a father or a grandfather will die, and the family that's there remaining will say things like, well, I know my dad loved me, but you know he never really could say it. But one time we shared a beer together while we were fishing, and you can see that they're trying to, to get love from those mm-hmm. things, and, and I do believe their father loved them. But it would have been so much more powerful if their father or grandfather had said, looked him in the eye while they're fishing and say, I love you. Uh, that might cost us something, but the benefits of sincerity will last long beyond your death. And in fact, if there's someone listening right now where, you know, your grandkids you don't have connection with, even your family you don't have connection with, end your life in sincerity. They'll say things like that. After you're gone, they'll say, well, you know, I really struggled when we were younger, but I noticed that my mom or my dad genuinely tried Mm -hmm. to love me with words and actions of love. It might not be words. It might be something sincere in the sense of I made you something, baked you something, bought you something with no strings attached. Those are all ways to show sincerity. That's fabulous. That's Doug Bursch, co-pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church, Auburn, Washington. He's the host and producer of the Fairly Spiritual radio show program and podcast. Also the author of a great book that came out in 2021, Posting Peace, Why Social Media Divides Us and What We Can Do About It. Um, I really appreciated this conversation, Doug, about sincerity. So I want to make sure I tell you now I am being insincere. Yeah. By telling you that your outfit is really awesome. And great. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that. I wanted to dress up for you guys. That is show. so meaningful. It is meaningful. I yeah. do want to let you guys know there's a lot of garbage on radio. And uh, when I listen to you guys, I know you're trying really hard to serve God mm. and to be faithful to your own values and also to honor the audience and the people you work for. And I see that it comes through. And I want to bless you in Jesus name because you truly are trying to honor God. And that's something we need more of in our culture. See, he brought it back to sincerity. That's good. Well, Doug, we feel the same way. I mean, you are so sincere and so honest. And one of our favorite guests. You are one of our favorite guests, you know, and uh, you just bring it. So thank you so much. I love being on the Kathy show with the other guy. What I the just, heck? See, now look, I try That's great. Right like at a moment Enjoy. like this, I have two guests. It's wonderful. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Doug. Great to yours. see you, Doug. Merry Christmas love to everybody. You. Love you. We'll yeah. see you in 2022, God willing. Yes. Different outfit, though, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Christmas is coming. We need to buy for Aunt Sue. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Sal. For Mom and Dad. Mom's dog, Chewbacca. I want some Legos. City's teachers. Pastor. Grandma wants a VCR machine. VCR? Legos. We need three hands. Two turkeys. Christmas bulbs. Wrapping paper. I want Legos. And Legos. If you're worried that holiday spending is going to deck your halls, there is something to consider. Maybe never in the history of time have we had a moment where home values have skyrocketed this much while interest rates have dropped this much. And what that has brought into play is the cash out refinance loan. We've had so many listeners this year take advantage of this moment by cashing out a chunk of that newfound equity or money in their homes, and at the same time, even lower their monthly payment or years on their loan. It's a very unique current opportunity. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life Life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-555-2085 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-555-2085 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you he's on meds too call 800-555-2085 800-555-2085 if you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7, 365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. This is Greg Trzynski from the Original Mattress Factory. As we enter the holiday season, we're reflecting upon what we're grateful for. At OMF, we're grateful for you, our customers. We've been hometown-made for more than 30 years, and none of it would have been possible without the support of our loyal customers and communities. We pledge to continue to provide the highest quality mattresses at a factory-direct price that you've come to expect. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Here atop uh, Seven Parkway Center, we are watching the sunset on the shortest day of the year. Uh, the winter solstice overtook us uh, today at 10.59 a.m. So those nine hours, they uh, quickly went by. It was an unusual day for the city of Pittsburgh, for western Pennsylvania. We saw the sun all day long. It was beautiful today. It surely was. Absolutely beautiful. Yep. Uh, the solstice happens every June and December, though the, the uh, exact dates vary by a day or two each year. The word solstice comes from the Latin word sol, meaning sun, and sistir, meaning to stop, which reflects our host star's seemingly brief pause in the sky on the solstice before reversing directions. So winter for us, the other part of the world, I mean, it's winter, but it's, you know, they're turning in towards mm -hmm. a nice, long uh, summer day. I just have to say again, in my sights, June 1st. Mm. You know those nights in the summer when, you know, we come home from work late because of what we do. And it's 7 o'clock. I'm getting dinner ready slowly. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a beverage. Maybe I'll sit down and read a chapter in a book. Sit out in the yard. Of course. Just hang out. And then maybe 9, 9.15, fire up the grill. Boy, that's nice. Having a late. And you're out there and you know what? It's, it's dusky. Mm-hmm. You're still wearing your shorts. Heck yeah, you are. You know, because you can seamlessly walk from inside to outside without having to add any additional accoutrements. But today, 
we're going to get ready to hunker down. Now, look, we've had such a warm weather here so far. There's nothing to complain about. No, what's going to happen? I mean, you know, are we going to get cold suddenly? Are we going to turn towards? I saw Dave DiCello, a renowned Pittsburgh photographer, posting some photos the other day of what it looked like this time last year. And how was it? A lot of snow. Really? Yeah. Snowing this time. Yeah. We've had zero snow, right? Zero snow. That's good. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Kentucky tornado. It swept away two babies in a bathtub. And, uh, boy, if they could talk, they'd have a story to tell. We'll stick around. It's the 5 o'clock hour of the Ride Home with John and Kathy. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM. That's W-O-R-D. On your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. From the White House, President Biden is updating the nation about the ongoing fight against the coronavirus. A few minutes ago, the president spoke of celebrating the holidays. If you are vaccinated and follow the precautions that we all know well, You should feel comfortable celebrating Christmas and the holidays as you planned it. The president will be announcing new steps against COVID-19. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says Omicron cases are spreading through his city. Thankfully, in general, they seem more mild. And thankfully, our health care system is well positioned in this city to deal with it. But it will be a tough few weeks. Omicron has raced ahead of other variants and is now the dominant version of the coronavirus in the U.S., accounting for an estimated 73% of new infections. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 528 points, the Nasdaq ahead 339. This is SRN News. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Do you pay for your own health insurance? Are you self-employed, a gig worker? Are you a small business owner trying to help your employees find affordable benefits? If so, listen up. My name is Tom Yakupin, and you can save 25 to 50% or more on your monthly premiums and have benefits with first dollar protection on many common outpatient services. That's right, no deductible, no co-payments. With many traditional health plans, you're functionally uninsured because of deductibles, co-pays, and other cost-sharing devices that benefit the insurance company, but not you. With New Era Health Plans, you can access doctors, hospitals, and urgent care facilities with our freedom of choice nationwide PPO network, including Washington Hospital, St. Clair, Allegheny General, and UPMC. 
call me, Tom Yakupin, 724-228-7187, or visit us online at NewEraHealthPlans.com. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families living in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger. They're afraid of eviction. But they're not afraid of hard work. When two jobs aren't enough, they find a way to keep going for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army Western PA, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Your donation to the Salvation Army Western PA Red Kettle Campaign helps local hardworking families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on. Give today at SalvationArmyWPA.org slash hope marches on. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. Visit Salem.cc to apply. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We'll see mainly clear skies for tonight with a low of 31. Flurry around tomorrow morning. Otherwise, it'll be breezy with sunshine and a few clouds. We'll reach a high of 32. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 20. Mainly cloudy Thursday. We'll reach a high Thursday of 39. For Friday, Christmas Eve, low clouds with a little rain late in the afternoon. We'll reach a high of 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Here's a story. As a deadly tornado bore down on her neighborhood just about a week ago, a Kentucky grandmother reportedly placed her her two grandchildren in the bathtub with a blanket a pillow, and her Bible. Her house in Hopkins County, Kentucky, was stripped to its foundation (gasps) by the force of the tornado. The bathtub was swept away with the children inside, but miraculously, they survived. I felt the rumbling. I felt the shaking of the house. Next thing I knew, the tub had lifted and it was out of my hands. I couldn't hold on. I just screamed, oh my Lord. Claire Lutz told WFIE-TV. Lutz, who said that in the turmoil, she was hit on the head by the tank supplying water to the tub, began searching for 15-month-old Caden and 3-month-old Dallas in the wreckage as soon as the tornado had passed. All I could say was, Lord, please bring my babies back safely. Please, I beg you. She told the local TV network. So with the help of the local sheriff, the children were eventually found still under the bathtub, which was upside down in the yard, and the children were not wet from the driving rain. Dallas had a goose egg bump on the back of his head, Lutz said. He was taken to the hospital uh, with suspected bleeding, later released. The boy's parents' home in the north of the country was untouched by the storm, and... uh, Praising God for that miracle of two little babies who survived the tornado. Oh, that's a crazy story. Can you imagine the terror of that moment? Stripped to the foundation, the force of the wind picking up that bathtub, turning it over, and those babies safe inside with a pillow, a blanket, and a Bible. Unbelievable. 
Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been in any natural disaster? Uh, there were um, hurricanes, in weirdly, in New York City. And um, they blew through. This was like 1984. You know, there was a, a storm that was coming in. And people went around before they knew it was coming in, and they taped up their windows with X's on, you know, with the tape to hold the glass in place. And I remember, like, for a year afterwards, you would see some people still had X's on mm. their windows. Mm-hmm. It was a bad storm, but it was not not a calamity. Okay. Have you? I've been in a flood. Really? Yeah. A flood? Yeah, I've been in a flood. It was, uh, I grew up summers at Chautauqua Lake in southwestern New York, and um, one, we just had a, a whole, you know, like a trio of terrible storms in like a week's time. And there was, the way the way our, our family neighborhood was, is we had the like, you know, a 21 mile lake on one side of our house, you know, right on the lake. And then behind us was a creek. And that's like a bad place oh, to sure. be when you, and so what happened is, they both just rose and rose and rose, and then all of a sudden there was a moment when we looked out the back door and there was just water everywhere. Just rushing water. There was no land. Did it come in the house? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not much. We we're very, very fortunate because a lot of the houses there are up on piers. Yeah. Because of being on the lake shore, um, we were very fortunate. A lot of people in that area were not as fortunate, mm. but um, there was no we. We had to leave the house. We had to, the whole area had to evacuate, and we had to go stay in a hotel. That's a, another long story. But coming back the next day, I still remember that feeling of dread, wondering if the house was going to be there. Mm. You know, you just you don't know. And then we stayed up there um, for another week and a half afterward. There was no water, so to use the bathroom to do do anything, you had to go up the street to you know down the street to Pizza Hut or up to the Exxon station or whatever. We did that for a whole week. No water. A minor inconvenience, yep. considering what some people go through. Can you? I mean, no. that was just a real. It was a good experience for me. I think about it often, about what, like trying to imagine post Katrina in New Orleans, oh my gosh. or being in Tennessee or Kentucky now, and just how long devastation it takes to get over something like that. I was in Houston with Save the Children uh, maybe three years ago. It was a year before COVID, and they were still digging out. From the last hurricane. I mean, that was like four years previous. Wow. I mean, four years. Will. People living without a roof on their house for four years. With tarps, blue yeah. tarps, right? Yeah. We are so fortunate here in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, we we just, not? we're just not subjected to a lot of that. No, we are not, right? The, 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 the crush of Mother Nature passes us by in some ways, and that's a very, very good thing, I tell you. I mean, you think about the rest of the country, right? Hurricanes, tornado alleys, and flooding and all that. We just uh, we're so very fortunate. So praise God from uh, here we live in Pittsburgh, truly. Coming up next, a segment we always look forward to. We'll be checking in with the Kellers, Tim and Kathy Keller, in their monthly slot on our show. Uh, we're going to be asking them about what Christmas is like, what Christmas was like when they were young marrieds, when they had little kids, and now that they're grandparents. Also about what it's like to work in a church over the holidays mm. and maybe how things are different now. Also, we'll check on Tim's health, everything about the Kellers. So stay with us next. W-O-R-D. Will you stand up for your beliefs? Kelvin Cochran, author of Facing the Fire, shares how he went from a nationally recognized fire chief to being dismissed by the city he worked for over his Christian beliefs. Kelvin's story is a warning to all Christians who are at risk of persecution. Facing the Fire will inspire you to stand courageously for the truth, no matter the cost. Sign up to win your free copy of Facing the Fire today. This giveaway and others are at wordfm.com slash contests. 
So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Tony really struggled in his marriage. He and his wife seemed incompatible and headed toward divorce. Folks on the family many, many times was just very encouraging very encouraging for us to stick together, to pull through, to work it out, to um, go the distance. I'm Jim Daly. This season, help us give families hope. And when you give today, your donation will be doubled. Donate at focusonthefamily.com slash family. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Kathy and Tim Keller are back with us. They are the founding of Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Manhattan, started in 1989. 28 years, Kathy and Tim led a diverse congregation of young professionals that grew to a weekly attendance of over 5,000. Of course, they are both best-selling authors as well. Here to join us on the show, and uh, Kathy, Tim, Merry Christmas to us from Pittsburgh. How you doing? Well, Merry Christmas, too. Got some grandchildren here that want to say one thing, and then they'll go away and let us talk. Okay. We can't wait to hear. Tell, Tell us. us. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Those are like little burgers, right? Merry Christmas, you guys. Yes. Listen, Tim, it's a sensitive subject right now. I'm going to have to ask you to back off. It is kind of sensitive. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Very sorry. Sensitive. I know, trauma and everything. Yeah, exactly. So those are little teeny tiny colors we heard. Well, yeah, yeah. not only that, um, we had, Tim, I don't know if you noticed, in the upstairs bathroom over at uh, Jonathan's house, they had three Myron Cope terrible towels. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Dang it. On the, the, the towel bar. Yoy and so. double yoy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, to Tim. Tim's just like underwhelmed. Yeah, he says. Yeah, but Kath. Oh knows. no, I'm not underwhelmed. I'm I'm from Eastern Pennsylvania, but I'm a Steelers fan. Excellent. I am very good. As I, as I said last time, I think it was at the time before we drafted you in. 
Yeah, I know. Thank you. It was it was, it was God's. You got any snow on the ground over Nothing. there? No, listen. It's like 50 degrees. Yeah, I'm, and it's about 90 in the studio, so we're like dying here. But it's really sunny and beautiful. We're really thankful for that, Kath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how's New York City? I mean, uh, it's not winter there either, is it? It's not really chilly, but it's, there, there hasn't been any precipitation, so I'm grateful for that. Very good. Okay, so talk about New York for a minute before we get into like the, the gist of our conversation. I know numbers are rising. Is that discouraging to you guys? Is it discouraging You know, tourism? Does it seem like Christmas? It does seem like Christmas, yeah. and um, the numbers are really a little bit deceptive. Um, in 2020, in April of 2020, there were 12,000 people hospitalized, and this week there are 2,000. Oh, wow. All of, all of New York yeah, State. We... So the numbers are doubling, and they're rising, but they're doubling from, like, five people, you know, to 10 to 20. And so yeah. Yeah. I the think vaccination the rate is really high in New York City. I have right. to say that. It's very high. It's lowest amongst black and brown people, so the people who – have ability to get vaccinated really need to do it just to take care of people who don't have access or who have hesitancy for some reason that um, they need to be protected even in spite of themselves what, what kathy's referring to is the fact that uh often we don't people don't realize that in march and april of 2020 it was very very it got worse here in manhattan or in new york but I think it's gotten anywhere else where the where the the, the hospitals truly were uh, overwhelmed. There was a much higher percentage of people who died. You know, the COVID back then, when if you got it, you were more likely to be hospitalized and more likely to die. Right. And and so uh, we're we're across the East River. We we're in a place where we can see the FDR, which is one of the main um, uh, you know uh, highways that take people to all the hospitals. And it was just always uh, flashing ambulance lights on it. after ambulance, yeah. All the time. Yeah, so, and, and it was, so it's not good here, but it's nothing like it was, that's all. Okay, but good. people are acting more out of an abundance of caution. St. John the Divine, the Catholic Cathedral, just went, announced that they were doing their service virtually, but in order to protect the vulnerable, not because anybody's scared. I mean, people say, yeah, if you get it, it's going to be mild, no big deal, okay. But the people who aren't vaccinated and they get it, it's a very big deal. So I think there is some community spirit reviving, and it's about time, I have to say, where people are not just thinking about themselves, but they're thinking about what is my duty to my neighbor, you know, what is it? I, I need to wear a mask. I need to get a vaccination for the sake of people other than myself. I'm into that. Yeah, that's good. Kathy and Tim Keller with us. So, guys, let's talk about Christmas a little bit. Um, growing up, uh, can you both uh, share, a, you know, a remembrance of what it was like for you as a, as a family? Was Christmas <laughs> like, you know, Kath, I mean, you know, here you were, a native of Monroeville. I mean, yeah. we know what it was like here in western Pennsylvania. What was the thing that, you know, was exciting for you for Christmas? Well, my parents did an amazing job with the five of us. I'm the oldest of five. They would hide the tree in our root cellar. I don't know how many houses still have them, but ours did at the time. Yeah. And they wouldn't set it up until after we were asleep on Christmas Eve. So my parents did the down. same thing. We did the exact same thing. It's crazy. We would come down Christmas morning and voila, yeah. there was everything. And before that, it was like, well, you know, 
a couple of you know snowmen or something like that. It was not, nothing, but it was magical. It really was. How do people do that? I mean, I seriously, it must have been very. Tiring. There were seven kids in our family. We would come downstairs. The train would be set up. The tree, everything. It'd be like Santa was here and at work. <laughs> well, my parents really put some energy into it with five kids. They wanted to make it memorable. Wow, oh, bless you. that's wonderful, Tim. What about your family? Uh, it was a little more traditional. First of all, my mother, because we all had allergies, we we had, I'm afraid, a uh, an artificial tree. No, 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 that's good. I fully to, support you, Tim. To, no, Tim. To Kathy, well, well you whenever you hear, when you hear the details, you won't support it because his dad dressed windows for Hess Brothers, and it was an aluminum tree. Oh, yeah, silver. it was an aluminum tree. <laughs> silver tree. That's very good. Remember when those were all the Vogue? <laughs> yeah. It, it was almost a barrier to marriage. Uh, and, um, so what we I was uh, I would say by and large the Pittsburgh um, uh, I don't know how to say the Pittsburgh blue collar uh, uh, ethos that I married into overwhelmed the eastern seaboard uh, cosmopolitan mm-hmm. sophisticated ethos mm-hmm. from which I came yes. it just got it just went away right. and so we uh, we have never had an artificial tree that would be awful and and it's always this massive bush and it's just it's a so anyway i my my, my i can hardly remember my christmas it's, i was i was uh we adopted the pittsburgh christmas and that's the way it's very nice i mean that silver tree was i remember that very clearly that was a very 60s thing did you have one of those it rotating was. lights that kind of you know it went around in a circle and it changed the color of the tree I, my, my dad wanted to do it, but we couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that your dad was a window dresser. That's a, a, a skill set that's kind of, you know, gone by the wayside. Especially, you know, Kathy, you know, going downtown and seeing the Kaufman's mm-hmm. windows. Those people were like massive artists, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, were. My, my, my dad was my actually father. in advertising. He was an artist, but that was one of his... One of his duties around Christmas was the special windows for Hess Brothers. That yeah, they used to him. come. My dad used to actually come to New York every wow. year um, to get ideas. Really? So he and another couple of people used to come to New York and they go to Lord and Taylor's and Macy's and places like that. They get ideas for Allentown. Hmm. Uh, and Allentown was trying real hard to be. He, was, he, he worked for a place called Hess Brothers, which was really considered uh, probably the, the, the swankiest. Uh, a part, you know, department store outside of a big city. Fabulous. And so that's why he worked very hard on those windows, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> We're talking Christmas with Tim and Kathy Keller. Um, I want to ask you guys to fast forward and kind of contrast what it was like when you guys had little kids. You were doing your own Christmas, trying to figure that out as a young family. But pastor. But, and trying to pastor the church at the same time. <sighs> well, the one ethnic thing that remained in my life from uh, my Croatian, Slovenian grandparents. It wasn't the aluminum Christmas tree, I know that. No, patitsa. There are some of your listeners who will know what I'm talking about and plenty who won't. It's a nut bread. You make a yeast dough and you roll it out till it's the size of your dining room table, tablecloth. And then you spread it with eggs and butter and nuts and honey and sugar. And then you take one end of the tablecloth and you roll it up Mm. to this giant roll. And then you wrestle the whole thing into a turkey roaster, and it ri- And when it's done, it's the size of a two-year-old child. My grandmother used to keep it on her back porch covered in a 
damp tablecloth, and you, when you had visitors, you sliced off a few hunks, and you know that's what you served them was patitza. So the, I think I'm the only one in the family who still makes it. Although my cousin Karen made it for a while, I don't know if she still does it. I haven't talked to her in a while. But the, the other thing um, is, we didn't have money for. I, I really could be being a minister, uh, and partly my temperament too is I love books. But I didn't have the money to buy books, and so it was uh, Christmas for many, many years was very easy for my wife and for uh, all my friends or any anybody in my family to know what am I going to get Tim. The answer is I just gave him a list every year. Uh, here, you know, here's twenty, thirty books, that sort of thing, and and as many of you who want to buy one or two or five or whatever you want to do, here they are. And and so I used to get on Christmas morning all these books, and then I spent the next. You know, you always had a few days off after Christmas. I just read my head off. Nice. And I just loved it. I loved it. Loved and were it. you able to enjoy Christmas being so involved in the church? Was that, or did you have to kind of wait until after Christmas was over, you finished all the work at the church, and then you were able to enjoy it? Yes, yes. In other words, hmm. up, up to Christmas, you got nothing done except, you know, there was just lots and lots of meetings and parties and things like that. But then immediately after Christmas, there was always a break. There was always a week. In I which make a distinction between things. our first church in Hopewell, Virginia, where which was very much of a small church, um, small town mm-hmm. um, kind of thing, where everybody knew everybody else and was related to everybody else, and New York City, because um, in New York it was everybody went somewhere else for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They went back to their family of origin somewhere else, and so things got just empty around Christmas time. It was the best time to park your car was <laughs> between Christmas and New Year's because there wasn't anybody else here. So it, I think we had probably more rest time around Christmas once we were in New York than we did. Um, and because that? we rented our buildings, we didn't have the use of a building for, say, a Christmas Eve service yeah, was, or an Advent service. Oh, so or that right. kind of exempted you guys service. from that. I was yep. about to say that, yes. We've always been... Yeah, uh, in the last few years, Redeemer has purchased a couple of buildings, but for many, many years, because we rented, we didn't have Christmas Eve services or or, Sunday, or Christmas Day services. Unless it, the calendar so, fell on a Christmas right. Eve, yeah. Right. Wow. So, okay, and then fast forward to, to now. You guys are grandparents. We heard you know a bunch of tiny Kellers talking to us at the beginning of the segment. How many were there? Yeah, first of all, how many were there? And those second are just of all, three. What, okay, those that are three. Kate and Charlotte. And Lucy, mm, sweet. Yeah, and what's... They are all Kellers too, because we have since we only had sons. It turns out all seven of our grandchildren actually are Kellers. Mm-hmm. Not not that that's such a big deal, but it, there they are. Yeah. Sure. And so, what's Christmas like now? It's well, last year it was very odd because um, everybody was keeping their distance, and we actually rented a tent and had our Christmas outside with those little burner things, those yeah. propane heaters. This year, everyone thought, finally, we can all get together, all 15 of us inside, indoors. Well, that, that was the plan we made at Thanksgiving. By Christmas time, it was like, no, you really shouldn't have big family parties. And we just all said, well, we'll take our chances. Yeah. I mean, so, everybody's got shots and a booster. So, well, right? yeah. we've got triple um, shots and even down to the five-year-olds, they have shots and um, you know, it, it, the the medical wisdom is that it's going to get more and more infectious and less and less virulent, mm-hmm. and that everybody's just going to catch it the way you catch the flu. 
And I mean, they don't know that for sure. That's 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 one thing about medicine. People don't tell lies. They give you the information they have now, and then when they get new information, they give you that, and it might be contradictory. But um, I, I, I for me, our part, I think we've been, and I don't want to make anybody sad who's listening to this. It's a uh, uh, because we've been very, very fortunate, very, which means very blessed, that um, our sons and their wives are, uh, they actually like each other. Yeah, you sure are. That's wonderful. But first of all, I mean, I know that that doesn't always work in church, in, in families, and I don't think that we don't have any magic, you know, uh, formula for determining that. That was just a gift. Uh, and And the cousins like each other quite a bit. And so there's a sense in which we've found that if we just bring them together at Christmas and we're just doing that, you know, every night, basically, <laughs> for this week uh, or most of the nights, uh, and then they, they just enjoy each other's um, time and talking mm-hmm. and we don't really have to uh, orchestrate it, you know, uh, we, and that has been lovely. I do think that if, 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 the, if the relationships were more strained, we might have to do a little more planning. But in many ways, we can be a little more spontaneous. And, and when it's all over, we, Kathy and I can go back into our bedroom to go to bed and just feel rich. That's yeah, so just true. Feel, just feel good rich. That's, that's the best thing. Yeah. yeah, like it's a job well done, right? I mean, it, it took its own course. Well, a 30-year, 40-year well, job in a way. Yeah. Well, just yeah. as God has given us blessings far beyond what we deserve. Because mm-hmm. um, we were really below average parents i'm not being falsely modest or anything we nope, just we're we not. weren't smart about a lot of things how so what do you mean right. by that i mean like, like uh, i like wish were, i had I had my daughters-in-law to give me to be models to me of course they were as young as my sons at the same <laughs> at the time so they were in no position to be role models for me but Say something once and then act on it. Don't raise your voice. Say, I'm going to count to three. I'm going to give you another chance. And then I'm going to get, yeah, you know. And that was me. I would just make myself furious until I blew my top. And my my daughters-in-law, my sons, they say, you you can't do that. You know, don't do that to your brother. Don't do that to your sister. And then they do it again. And then they pick up the child. I mean, a lot of child discipline is self-discipline. They pick up yeah. the, the child and they take them out of the room and say, you can't be with other people unless you can obey the rules. And, you know, that's all it takes. They realize For, once and done. It's not like, you know, I'm going to get you. I, I was with a mother and I just so, so wanted to speak to her because she just said probably 150 times in the 20 minutes I was with her, you behave or else kaboom. You behave, bottom line, yeah. kaboom, and there was never bottom, any kaboom. Bottom I mean, line is, for the for the record, all three of our children, sons and their wives are more thoughtful parents than we were, mm, and absolutely. that's just not that's not false modesty or like oh you know you just have to say something modest because we're no it's really true they're all more thoughtful, and that's the reason why we come back we don't just feel blessed we feel forgiven yeah. <laughs> by Isn't God that great. Isn't yeah. that that's a wonderful testimony? That sure it, is. I mean, because every like I think everybody who's a parent, you sort of like I sh- dwell I, on the wreckage I w- of the things I should. I wish done I could go back and do that a different way. Me too. Yeah. Well, God gives grace. I mean, I, the, when, when I they're not perfect parents, and we weren't horrible parents, right. but there's no doubt that we were. Uh, they're taking much more thought to it. I overworked. Kathy was just confessed that she tended to be more. Uh, just Volatile. way less patient. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah more volatile, less patient. That's Pittsburgh. And when we look at it, we kind of thought, come on, kids, raise yourselves. We're busy. Right. We have important, and, th- we have important things to do. <laughs> right. We got important things to do. You know, we're planning a church. We're doing God's work. You know, that was just that's just quite wrong. And I, and yet it's true that, that God, grace comes in a lot of different forms. And one of them, I do think, is that none of us actually get, even in this life, what we deserve. Uh, obviously, in the gospel, we, we, we're not condemned, our sins are forgiven. But even the consequences of a lot of our sins, God shields us from. And this is one of them for us. And this, I think at Christmas, we, Kath and I especially remember that. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. We need to take a break. So when we come back, we'll continue more with Tim and Kathy Keller. Yeah. I want to ask Tim about a uh, tweet he put out about a month ago that just garnered some really, it was such a shocking moment on social media. So many beautiful responses. So I want to ask him about that next. It's a Tuesday edition. Right on. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. There was a time in America when there were thousands and thousands of little towns from Portland, Maine to Portland, Washington. And in those little towns, there was your car mechanic, your doctor, your grocer, your banker, your lawyer. People really knew each other, saw and talked to each other. Business was done face to face. And I don't think I'm exaggerating here. There was a pride and appreciation for life in those exchanges. And then the country got big, really big. And national became the new standard, big behemoth. And face to face was gone pretty much forever. Now it's a click, an email, and who knows who you're doing business with. There are outliers, of course. Personal is not completely gone. So if you're buying a house and you need to talk about a mortgage, keep it small with a good family. But that family has big leverage with access to keep things simple. United Faith Mortgage. There's a reason they advertise here. Faith first, then family. United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I'm a wife. A sister. And a grandfather. I'm an office clerk. I'm a research analyst. Dance fitness instructor. Actor. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have lupus. Cerebral palsy. I'm blind. 
And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance. To contribute my skills and talents. To show that my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. We'll see mainly clear skies for tonight with a low of 31. Flurry around tomorrow morning. Otherwise, it'll be breezy with sunshine and a few clouds. We'll reach a high of 32. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 20. Mainly cloudy Thursday. We'll reach a high Thursday of 39. For Friday, Christmas Eve, low clouds with a little rain late in the afternoon. We'll reach a high of 47. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Kathy and Tim Keller join us from New York City. We're talking... Christmas and COVID and kids and grandkids. And uh, now let's, uh, Tim, quickly turn our uh, attention to Twitter, which we greatly appreciate your presence there. Yeah. Uh, we often know that, uh, you know, it's it's you, but it's also your son tweeting on your behalf, but it engages no, the no, culture. No, no, Stop you. Stop you. No, that is not true. Hey, it's not. That is, a, that is an urban legend. He does not. He manages the account because he's the technical hey, guy. But it is Tim. But he does not put tweets out for Tim. Fabulous. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you for that. So I want to say before I ask this question that um, the thing that John and I have appreciated so much about getting to know you two over the last year or so is that, um, you know, when we, we invite you on the show, we don't expect you to be, you know, and I'm using air quotes, Tim and Kathy Keller. You know, we're not asking you to comment on the news of the day and the, you know, denominational squabble and the blah, blah, blah. We just want to, you know, know you as people and get our listeners to know you as people. Um, there was a really wonderful moment in the midst of Twitter a couple months ago, Tim. Him. And, you know, there's a lot of horror. It is it is a tough uh, it's a tough street to be on uh, Twitter a lot of the time, especially amongst Christians. But um, you put out kind of an innocuous tweet just about, you know, you said something about having pancreatic cancer and then you went on to say something else. And um, and it wasn't the kind of tweet that blew up the Internet. It wasn't the kind of thing that made me say, oh, you know, I, I, that's a quote I need to write down. It was just kind of a simple statement on your behalf. But this is what was so amazing to me. Reading the comments, what people said in response to you, they were so beautiful. I mean, it was such a moment of peace and clarity and goodness in social media. And um, I don't expect you to remember the actual tweet. I was looking for it earlier. Oh, do you remember it? Let's talk about that. Well, what's interesting about it is uh, there were two layers of lovely responses. The first layer was the people who actually understood the main gist of it. I was said, I have stage four pancreatic cancer, and yet I actually am very comforted by having a God who is wiser than I am. You see, I mean, that made me, I'm not sure if that's the exact words, but I was trying to say that, yes, I don't know why I have stage four pancreatic cancer, and yet I'm comforted that I've got a God who's more loving and wiser than me, and I don't have to know the reason, I just can trust him. So lots and lots of people found that very comforting. However, there were a lot of other people who actually thought I was announcing that I had just been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Now, see, I, I actually, when I was originally diagnosed a year and a half ago, they told me it was stage four. So some people thought I was saying, oh, it's advanced, you know, horribly. And a lot of them poured out all this love and affection saying, you're, you know, you're, you know uh, appreciate your ministry and your, your books have helped me. And so it was very nice to see a number, so many people saying, this particular sermon changed my life, et cetera. So it was, it was this, 
outpouring, even though some of it was a misunderstanding, thinking I was saying I'm at death's door. And Kathy had to come on and just say he he's always been had stage four ever since he was uh, diagnosed and that he's still in a position where even though we're still trying another chemo. I actually said you're better than you were when you were diagnosed. Thanks yeah, in other words, I am still better than I was 18 months ago. In other words, the cancer is shrunk. So you're right. It was, But lots and lots of people, uh, even though some people didn't get it, <laughs> what I was saying, it was surprising. And I, and I guess you might say that I don't want to say haters exactly, but the critics stayed away for a while. And I think that's what struck you probably. Yeah. And I th- almost always there's critics that just want sure. to find a way to pick it apart. Sure. And I think what struck me, though, even more than the critics staying away, um, is that the comments were so personal. And I, that's what struck me is that. Tim Keller, I don't know you, but you made a difference to me on this day for this reason. And I thought, I was just, I was moved to tears by reading them. I really was. And I thought, well, I guess I want to ask you, what what was that like to to read one comment after another? Oh, that's years ago. I'll tell you exactly what it's like. I have always, when I teach people to preach, when I always say this, the difference between a bad sermon and a good sermon is basically you. In other words, you, you, know, you, can, you, you need to put in the time. You need to read, study, and work on it. And, and if you work on it very hard to try to really understand the Bible and really you know, make it clear that there's a bad sermon and a good sermon is you. The difference between a good sermon and a life-changing sermon is always the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's never you. Because what will happen is I've had people tell me over the years, um, I, was, I listened to that sermon, and I've never forgotten it. 30 years later, it just changed my life. And instead of saying, instead of me patting myself on the back saying, wow, I did a good job, I happen to know there were other people that were listening to that sermon that have never remembered it at all, <laughs> that, <laughs> that can't remember a word of it, because it just, what they said, oh, well, that's nice. I mean, you've got people out there, who, it's like that sermon was an arrow with my name on it, went right to my heart, and it just, it just convicted me or helped me. And the difference between that and somebody who just said, oh, that's a nice sermon, it was the Holy Spirit. It's nothing to do with my hard work. What a privileged place to be used yes. by a holy God like that. Heck yeah. But you know what? Any Christian can be. I had to... I mean, now the nice thing about, I, I preached probably 3,000 sermons. I mean, I wrote, I didn't preach, I preached more than that. I probably have written, uh, you know, when you get pancreatic cancer, you do a little bit of calculating a little bit. <laughs> I've probably written about 3,000 sermons, and, and, and more than half of them are out there on the Internet at various places, you can, you know, for various ways of getting them, their transcripts and stuff like that. And, of course, that, so there's lots and lots of opportunity for me to have the Holy Spirit use that. But honestly, every single Christian, you've got a witness. Uh, you've got friends. You've got neighbors. You might say something that isn't all that brilliant, you know, but the Holy Spirit uses it. It's just the right word at the right time and the right place. Fabulous. And that person. So we all can be used in the same way. I'm into that. We're talking with Tim and Kathy Keller. So, Kath, uh, Tim, give us an update of where you are health-wise. I mean, you just made reference that you're doing better than you were first diagnosed with pancreatic cancer some 18 months ago. Yeah, I'll let Kathy. Well, Tim's changed uh, chemotherapy regimens. The first one sort of ran out of gas, and now he's trying the second one. Tomorrow he's supposed to have 
um, an infusion, and uh, the first time he had one, he ran a temperature of 102 for a couple of days. They're going to dial it back a little bit. So we're praying that this will, you know, that they'll give it to him, and then he won't have a bad reaction to it. Um, but um, to be <laughs> to be very honest with you, everybody's eating out in our living room, and I'm hoping there'll be some food left when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're holding you guys up. <laughs> yeah. oh, see, Kathy's uh, Kathy's never been real uh, subtle. Uh, Subtle. <laughs> Sorry. She's I a Pittsburgher. I told you we're getting to know you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, always terrific to visit with you. Merry Christmas to you and all the Kellers. Yes, and best wishes for a Thank strong you. 2020 to you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll talk right. later, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Pleasure. That's Tim and Kathy Keller, Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Manhattan. They're the founders, best-selling authors. And uh, Grandma and Grandpa, Grandma and Mimi, Grandma and Nana, I forget. Well, they are beloved. There's no doubt about that. Take a break. Does this make sense? Is next. 101.5 WORD. In poverty-stricken Ethiopia, children are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. They're starving and dying. But our ministry partners at Save the Children are there to help. Your $60 one-time gift can provide the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the emergency nutrition and medication to bring a child back from the brink of death. Every little bit you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836. You can give online at wordfm.com, keyword, save the children. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-506-5493. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-506-5493 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-506-5493 to see if you qualify. That's 800-506-5493. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. 
to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Figs. Figs? It's a holiday tradition. You've got the regular fig. You've got the figgy pudding. Yeah. You've got candied figs. Mm. For dessert, you can put them in your, I don't know what. Fig pudding. Okay. I like a fig. A fig, especially a fresh fig. It makes perfect sense. It's satisfying. Now, I don't need to have five figs, but... You'd be happy with one? Yeah. I like it. it. There's something that feels fresh, clean about a fig. You like a fig? Everything you said is wrong. What? Everything. Seriously. Come it's on. A, like, what? They're so disgusting. They are not. I like everything a from fig? the texture. You know what? No, they, like they feel... Hairy? Like there's something wrong. It's like it's whatever, yeah, so, whatever. Like when you have like something like mint, it's like a very fresh feeling. Yeah. Fig is like cloudy, dark, that, and like murky. What That's what on? it is. It's so overdone. Your it's taste like, buds are It's like fruit. you had a thing that was good, and then you let it sit on the counter too long, what? and it turned into a fig. You don't like a fig. It's just it couldn't. I don't. I, I can't think of a way it could be worse. No kidding. Really, I mm. mean, we'll go out of our way sometimes to buy Stop some it. figs. Yeah. Hey, you want a fig? Yeah, sure. Give me. Oh, no. I, I got to just stand up and say that. I'm surprised. The fig does not make sense. I thought I knew you. Mm. Anti-fig. Mm, anti. Big time. All right. Does this make sense? Mm. The jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> now, don't get upset, people right. who love the jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzle, because I've got a friend who spends hours in a solitary place putting together the jigsaw puzzle. Then they're all complete, and then he shellacks it. And then sometimes he frames it. And um, you go to his place and he's got framed jigsaw. And I think, I love you, but I don't understand. I mean, it's pretty. And I, I don't know. And I'm sure it activates the brain in some sort of necessary way to ward off Alzheimer's and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But the jigsaw puzzle, I mean, you know, unless you're stuck somewhere like in prison or a desert <laughs> island, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Does it make sense to you? Absolutely not. Oh. I feel like the prison thing is is so accurate. It, I mean, that might be the only place I'd be interested in it. But some people love them. I'm sure. And I think those people should have all the jigsaw puzzles. Like, I want you to have all the figs. The jigsaw puzzle is so much work for so little return. I don't know. I mean, how about like people who like do the advanced jigsaw puzzles of like the sky? It's like a blue sky. And you think... How do you do that? I'm so ill-equipped for that, John. Me too. I have no patience whatsoever. There's not going to be a ride-home jigsaw. (laughs) No. no. I'm not eating the fig either. Tis the season to stand up for what you believe in. Don't connect with friends and family with cell phone service that funds groups and people who hate everything you believe in. More than ever, we need to stick together. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company with broad nationwide coverage. Same towers as the major carriers, the same great service. Patriot has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Plus, Patriot shares your values and 
and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and veterans and first responders. It's patriotmobile.com slash Gorka or call 972-PATRIOT. Free activation with the offer code Gorka and special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. That's PatriotMobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. Or call 972-PATRIOT. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2. Breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Got church? We do. 24-7. And now you can watch Cornerstone Television's Pittsburgh Faith and Family Channel on Comcast Channel 1185. Use the Faith and Family Channel to watch local inspirational services conveniently from your home. Or peruse our channel for a sneak peek at a church to visit in person this Sunday. Check out Pittsburgh Faith and Family on Comcast Xfinity Channel 1185, Verizon Channel 472, or Armstrong Channel 95. Hurry into Mattress Firm's year-end sale. Get a king bed for a queen price or queen bed for a twin price and save up to $500 on select mattresses from Sealy, Serta, Sleepies, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Yesterday, uh, I, I had the day off. Yeah. Only because I was incredibly sick. I thought so you were Christmas really shopping. I, I can promise you I was not Christmas you shopping. you Ross Park Mall. Uh, no. Sadly, I'm going to have to go to Ross Park Mall at another time because I was sick yesterday. Anyway, um, I heard that you were talking about swearing. Oh, swearing. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't swearing on the air. Which is a relief. Yeah. Uh, based on FCC regulations. But. No, no. Uh, it was interesting you were talking about it because I was thinking about swearing but not us doing it, but how much of it is in TV shows and movies right now? Well, that was part of the conversation in a way because, it, you know, swearing in many ways is just generally accepted. It's just mainstream where yeah. it used to be, you know, it was guys, you know, gathered together in the back room or whatnot or, you know, drinking in a bar. And now it feels as though, you know, everyone's got the mouth of a sailor. Yeah. And, apologies and, yeah. To the sailor. And here's the thing. I have never been someone who shies away from movies because of language. So I'm not, you know, Pollyanna-ish in that regard. But since COVID in particular, the uptick in what we're hearing in TV and movies to me is markedly different. We watched the morning show, the three of us, and I don't think I've ever heard more cursing in anything I've ever watched. Well, then you haven't watched Quentin Tarantino. 
Oh, that's true. I haven't. Right. Only one movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really shocking. But, okay, a Quentin Tarantino movie, that's something that you're choosing to go to see. Right. But these the things now are in are at home. Right. Right? So I don't know if it, it – does it seem different to you because it's it's a streaming thing and you're watching a TV show that is, you know, 10 episodes or 8 episodes and it's just like a perpetual hammer at you? You become – You know, a, in an audio sense? I mean, I do hate to say it, but in some ways you do become immune to it, right? Does it bother you? Um, it all depends um, who I'm with, I guess. Um, it, but what if the people with you are more sensitive? Then yeah. you get, okay. Yeah, if I'm like you know I'm watching something with my kids and I go you know they're like dropping fifty f bombs, you go, come on, you guys. I mean, you, right? You, you you try to set some kind of pattern again. You know, like you know, like, like Kathy Keller just said, you know, you fail at that as a parent. Uh, does it bother me? Yeah, it bothers me. I, I understand. I don't understand why they have to. Why you have to go there so quickly or so often? It just seems to be right. lazy. And I think it's lazy too. Actually, I remember a comedians in cars uh, when Jerry Seinfeld was hosting Norm Macdonald, and they were talking about um, clean comics. Yes, they were talking about clean comics. They were talking in particular about he was um, not a clean comic. Wait, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? I don't get no respect. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. And uh, Norm MacDonald was saying that leaving clean comedy, in his opinion, ruined Rodney Dangerfield. Mm -hmm. He said he wasn't funny anymore when he stopped being a clean comic. What was funny about him was the fact that he was a certain persona and was clean about it. Right. And he was trying to kind of push the envelope. And in according to those two people, Norm MacDonald and Jerry Seinfeld, well, that's, that's where he jumped the shark. They were the pros, right? I mean – When's the last time you went to a comedy club? I can't tell you the last time I was. It's been a long time. But a friend of mine uh, did stand up for a long time, and she would invite me to, to, to see her show. Hey, I'm doing my set at, you know, uh, I don't know. There used to be a place on uh, West Liberty Avenue. Remember that comedy club up there, West Liberty Avenue? <laughs> anyway, there were a couple of comedy clubs around Pittsburgh, and I would go and, and sit and watch because I wanted to support my friend. But more often than not, you know, the, the people who got the biggest laughs – Tended to be not funny, just filthy. Yeah. And you think, what was that? Right. It's, who cares? I mean, anybody can get up there and swear and, you know, make something. You know, right. Re- so you think it's lazy. It seems lazy to you. Yeah. It Without seems lazy. There's so, no craft involved. Yeah. And, right. And to me, even if we're not talking comedy, we're just talking drama. Going to the F word that often in every grammatical sense, just where it just seems simplistic after a while. Right. I, I don't know. Christy. Does it bother you? Do you even notice it? Uh, I don't notice it at all. Okay. So it's a generational thing, perhaps, so. right? Because you're so inundated with it, it's just become part of the, you know, the culture. I mean, I've been hearing it since middle school. Right. Like, it's just, it's always been said. I mean, right. not, not in my family. Let me, let me clarify, but, like, kids at school would say it. Sure. And I, that was the case when I was in school, too. I guess it's just, it's remarkable to me how perpetual it is. In any really good bit of drama you're watching now, it's just like F-bomb soaked. Slam, 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 it really slam. is. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Um, I guess it's just the state of you know where we are as people. It's the coarsening of the world. And I think every yeah, so generation- Yeah, we just, we just go for the coarsest thing, no matter what we're talking about. But every generation would say that, right? Do you think? Yeah, I would okay. think so. Right? I think, you know, yeah. I mean, I- re- my parents, like, to swear, 
I mean, they've never, I mean, you know, like it was a rare thing. And when they swore, it was like, you know, something innocuous. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it was like n- never the F-bomb. Oh, n- my None gosh. of that. I mean, it, and never taking the Lord's name in vain. He'd kind of go, oh, they, they said something. He'd kind of go, oh, they must have been upset or something. But it really was never like harsh. But you did take note of it because you heard it so rarely. Okay, what about in your personal life with people your age? Is it is swearing? It's ubiquitous. Like, oh, yeah, like everybody does it. Yeah. Okay. I feel I like we're a little poorer for it. Well, there's no doubt. Without being Pollyannish, I believe as well. Right. Right. I just think, it, at, especially as a believer, you're so, held to a higher yeah, standard. Yeah, and at here. the and the bottom level, I think it just shows a lack of creativity. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of words in the language. There's a ton. You could find some more. Right. Anyway, thanks for being with us here today on the ride home. We certainly enjoyed our time. We hope that you did as well. If you missed any of it, contact our podcast wherever you get your podcast, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Yep. See you tomorrow, God willing, and uh, peace be with you. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.